Tipsy Nets with Sia and Pip. Hello! So the year has come to a close. Goodbye 2016. Hello 2017. So we're here on this lovely cold January afternoon to say Happy New Knits to you guys. Happy New Knits! And I think for us it's actually a fairly... That that rings pretty true. Most well, I have just yeah. one project that's kept over from 2016 apart from that. Yeah. I've, uh, I've managed to clear my backlog yeah. of projects. Officially, I've got one left over. Unofficially, mm-hmm. I've got stuff that started in 2014 that I've still not finished. But that the less said count. about those, the better. Yes. So, most important thing, as it's the new year, naturally we thought we'd celebrate. So, let's tell you what we're drinking. Pip, what are we drinking? You bought so, it. So, we have a Prosecco. Just a small glass each. Yeah, we remember how we got last time on the Prosecco. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a different brand of Prosecco. It is the Italia Plaza Centro. Apparently, according to the label, it's a fruity and crisp Prosecco with fresh citrus flavours. Goes with party food. And considering how much Prosecco I've drunk over New Year's, yes, it does go well with party food. So, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year indeed. Cheers, Pip. So we're not going to do on the needles and off the needles the same way that we've done in previous episodes. So on the needles, I've got that test knit shawl. It's going. That's Mm it. I'm also working on an MCAL called Heroes of Yarnia by Tania Richter. It's double knitting, which I've never done before, so I've had to teach myself. It took a while, but I think it's clicked now. I still have to concentrate, but it's an RPG. So you get a character sheet, you roll your character sheet, and then you read the story. At certain points in the story, there are points where you roll a dice and your stats can affect that, and that tells you which chart to knit. And it's awesome. There's a really good community going on in the Ravelry group, and everyone has different scarves. And I'm knitting mine in some Queen of Pearls hand-dyed Leto, which is North Ronaldsy, and so good. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lace weight, isn't it? It's a lace weight, yes. And it's... Like this gorgeous purple and this lovely orange and it's just really cool and I'm super enjoying it. So Clue 2 is out of 8 mm-hmm. and I'm just really enjoying everything to do with knitting it pretty much. Fair. I would say if you guys are following Pip on Instagram, you're at Ramsey underscore Baggins. You can see Pip's progress if you don't mind a couple of spoilers. And I've got to say it's looking stunning. And I had a quick smush of it. I've got to say the yarn's really nice and crisp and the stitch definition is lovely. And the colours go really well together as well. Yeah. So yeah, good choice, Pip. I'm good. not keeping quite up with the clues. I'm yeah. a little bit behind. However, I'm hoping it'll be done by Edinburgh Yarn Festival because I'd love to show it off. Fair. Good plan. So Sia, what is on the needles for you? Okay, so I was working my way through lots of projects in the Take Heart book by Fiona Alice before mm-hmm. Christmas. And... All I've got left now is some Chester Basin mittens, which are some nice squishy two-colour mittens. And I'm doing it in some yarn which Heather got us from San Francisco. Yes. Lovely yarn from A Verb for Keeping Warm. And it's a really nice, slubby, squishy yarn, basically. Mm-hmm. It's not high twist or anything like that, so it does feel quite fragile going through your fingers, but it's nice. Yeah. And then I've got some good old Rainbow Heirloom sweater weight yarn and it's the princess rockstar colorway lovely it's a beast to take a photo of <laughs> so i'll try and take a picture of my progress and there'll be like this brown yarn from the verb for keeping warm and then you've suddenly got this like neon glare it's impossible to take good photos in the winter in scotland yeah. because we basically have no sunlight that as well <laughs> so yeah i finished the first mitten i'm just working my way through the second one now so lovely. yeah soon i will have nice warm mittens 
I'd like to take a quick moment on the podcast to say R.I.P. to my treasured Thule mitts. No. I know. Unfortunately, I don't know what happened, but one minute they were in my pocket, the next minute I only had the right mitten. Sadness. Yeah, so I'm very, very sad about that. Because, yeah, they were absolutely my absolute favourite project from 2016. I wore them pretty much constantly, apart from when it was sunny and actually warm in Scotland. But I've got some yarn left, so I'm going to make replacements. So what you're saying is 2016 really did just take it to the last second. And then ruined it. I mean, you know, forget <laughs> Brexit, forget Trump, forget all these amazing people being taken cruelly from us. I lost a mitten. Worst. I wouldn't mind, but it was blooming gorgeous yarn as well, because it was the Rusty Ferrets wink base that Leona mm. had done for Valentine's Day. I think you actually... So nice. I think you actually texted me and you were like, I've lost one of my mittens, I'm so sad. And we commiserated. yeah. yeah. And Leona sent me some very nice messages of commiseration as well. So thank you for that, Leona. <laughs> so yeah, I will make replacements shortly. Won't cool. be the same. So in terms of off the needles, yes. we're going to put that into our Christmas knitting because, yeah, yeah it, most of it was Christmas knitting. Yeah, we got a lot of Christmas knitting done, actually. I think we were actually quite generous this year, weren't we? Yeah. So uh, what did you knit for various people over Christmas and Sia? You were a powerhouse. <laughs> I know, I actually like surprised myself. So there was the Take Heart Cal over in the pom-pom thread, which I decided to take part in because it seemed like a good idea and a good way to actually like, you know, work my way through the patterns in the book, get some good use out of it. So I made two Take Heart hats, which I think I mentioned in the previous podcast. And one of them is currently wrapped up and ready to go to its recipient over here mm-hmm. and the other one i topped with a toft pom-pom lovely and it was the smooshiest floofiest thing i've ever touched and i really wanted to keep it for myself but i didn't i gave it away and generous apparently it went down well and it fit okay so that's good i then made two caswell bay hats one was in drops lima and again topped off with a toft pom-pom and i've not knit with lima before but it's, it's the drops equivalent of like the nepal but the mm-hmm. dk weight and the stitch definition was beautiful and it just, oh, it was beautiful to knit with. So apparently that went down quite well because also went to Canada with my man pal for his family. And then I knit one for me because I very nearly didn't give the first one away. <laughs> so this one was knit in some yarn which the lovely man pal got me when he went to Iona and it was their DK yarn. And it's very nice. Lovely. Very sheepy, beautiful stitch definition. And yeah, I very much rate that yarn, so I can recommend that. After that, I then knit two Queensland Beach headbands. Unfortunately, I didn't finish one in time to send it to Canada, so that's going to get posted down to its recipient, who's now in London. So I did those both in Drops Lima as well. The first one because it was intended to go to Canada at the time, and then the second one because I had the yarn with me while I was at home. And it's actually quite a simple and addictive little pattern. Mm -hmm. Very effective, and yeah, I think I'm definitely going to make more of those, so... Yeah, that was good. And then, this is the big news, guys. I finally finished the Three Cliffs Shawl. Oh my gosh! I finished it while I was home. It was done by Christmas Day. So wow. it got gifted to my mum, who apparently hasn't worn anything else since I left. Excellent. So it's worth and, it. Yeah, it was worth it. And you know what? Once I actually started knitting it and doing it regularly, I was fine. My only problem with it, actually, was the fact that it's addictive. Because... It's done in little sections and it's almost like short rows and you're kind of like, okay, I'll just do a couple more rows because I'm almost at the end of this section. At which point you're then like, oh, I've already started the new section, so I might as well just get a wee bit into it. 
<laughs> and by the time you've got a wee bit into it, you're like, well, I've already got halfway through, so it'd be stupid if I didn't carry on. Yeah. So I finally finished that, and it's lovely. And the one thing I'll say about all of the take heart patterns is they are very nice and meditative knits. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then the other project that I finished wasn't a take heart pattern, but it was from Pom Pom. And it was the Amalite Cowl by Tin Can Knits. Mm-hmm. So I made that for my man pal's mum. And mm-hmm. I did it in some drops, big merino. And I held it for the body of it. I held it double with some Rowan kid silk haze that I had lying wow. about. And it made it so floofy. Floof. And we Skyped her the other night and she was saying that she's been wearing it out quite a lot. So that's, that's quite good. good as well. So I'm quite pleased. So that was my monster Christmas knitting. Yeah. You, um, in, your Instagram was just basically finished object, finished object, finished object, finished object, finished, finished object. object. Want to keep it? Finished object. I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> finished object. Phil's taking it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been doing. What did you get through, Pip? Um, so I did another color burst cowl for my mother-in-law. She had mentioned that she loved mm-hmm. my original one, so I was like, "Well, that's Christmas sorted then." And a very lovely design it is too. Is it available on Ravelry, Pip? It is available on Ravelry under yarn heed designs mm. which is h-e-i-d because scotland mm-hmm. so yeah if you want to go and check that out you can certainly do so mm-hmm. i knit two earl gray hats by claire divine mm-hmm. under the tea collection for my wee cousins in law but you know yeah. i've known them since they were toady so they're my cousins mm-hmm. and they haven't taken them off since that's cute. They really, really liked them, and I was super chuffed. So one of them's like orange, one of them's brown, yeah. and then they both have the pom poms of the opposite color. Nice. I also knit three hats of my own design, which eventually will go up on Ravelry, um, for my dad and two of Sam's uncles, and they really loved them. Good. Uh, in fact. Jamie, one of the uncles, was saying that he now has two hats that he's allowed to wear outside of the home. <laughs> so that's good. I got a picture of them all on uh, they didn't they weren't there for Christmas, they uh-huh. arrived a few days later and I got a picture of all of them wearing their hats oh, and they loved nice. it. I also knit a babble hat for my brother in law uh-huh. and I was a little bit unsure of whether he would like it. Sam said no, he definitely won't like it and I was like, Well I think he might like it. It's the babble hat, what's not to like yeah. about it? So he opened it and he was like, Yes, stuck it on his head and hasn't <laughs> taken it off since. I have not seen him without wearing the hat and apart from when we were at a very fancy dinner on Friday. Fair. So that's all good. I'm pretty proud mm-hmm. of that. So that was kind of my Christmas knitting. Mm-hmm. And I finished my Aller mirror for myself. So I guess that was kind of a Christmas Yay. present to myself. Good job. As soon as I finished the inner triangle and I picked up all the stitches for the edging, I flew through it. You did. Absolutely flew through it. And I loved it. And I can't wait to wear it, yeah. basically. I just need to get it blocked and mm-hmm. then I can wear it about. And it's super smushy and I love it. Good so that was that was pretty much my Christmas knitting so um, you had one more project on the go though or rather Sam did yes which was the Doctor Who scarf yes how did that go well Sam got a phone call on the 1st of December from his nana saying I meant to ask you this before now but would you be able to knit a Doctor Who scarf for your uncle and I was in the background going no you'll never be able to finish it it's not gonna happen and Sam was like sure and I was like, your problem? So what we did is we took the pattern and we actually divided it in half. I think, still think it ended up being over six foot long. Wow. But he got it knit in time to give it to his uncle. For, Good on him. For, I think it was for the 27th. Yeah, 
yeah, it's still Christmas. And it looks really good, and I'm mm-hmm. very jealous. Fantastic. And his uncle really, really loves it. So that was a success. And honestly, I'm really proud of Sam yeah. for actually finishing it because there's no way on earth I would have been able to. But if it had been cut, if, if we'd actually done it full length, 14 foot, there's no way on earth it yeah. would have been done in time. So, uh, but Sam was saying he really enjoyed a really meditative garter stitch knit because you can't go wrong with garter stitch sometimes well the other projects he has on needles he's got a complex kind of celtic knot yeah. scarf which is all cables and he's got a double knit shawl so both of them he has to concentrate on yeah whereas with this he could just knit 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 oh i've got six ridges of yellow time to change to green yeah. you know so that's good um he really enjoyed that and uh luckily his uncle likes it good so stuff good times so in terms of what we got for christmas in terms of knitting so yeah yeah i didn't get anything nitty for christmas mostly because of the ongoing issues with my hands and wrists and everything else santa sat me down and said i don't think it's a good idea getting yarn things for christmas Mm -hmm. and to be honest i don't really mind because obviously i've just moved flat so getting things for the flat and the fact that i'd run out of makeup and needed something to like you know hide my face behind <laughs> kind of took preference so i didn't get anything nitty so instead i then went shopping for myself um because yes. i decided i should be generous to me this christmas so i bought myself a skein of la bienemes merino singles in the pom-pom colorway that she put up on her shop it is pretty it is very pretty pip helped me wind it earlier it's so pretty um, so that's going to be part of a find your fade shawl by drea renee knits at some point and I also went and visited the lovely Queen of Pearls mm-hmm. just before New Year. And I'd originally gone in to get two skeins of the West Yorkshire Spinners Air Valley DK so I could make a scarf for my dad. Because he's actually not had anything nitty from me yet. So, Oh my goodness. For his birthday, I'll try and get that done. And whilst I was there, I noticed Zoe's beautiful Citadel DK yarn. Oh. and she had this beautiful red colourway called Dragon Rider and I saw it and I was like I was still on a Take Heart knitting kick and I was like those would make some amazing Caswell Bay mitts yes and before I knew it I'd handed over the money and I'd run out of the shop giggling to myself with glee and just smushing it to my face Queen of Pearls does stunning hand dyes she does they are lovely and this is such a rich deep red mm-hmm. um, so yeah I treated myself and obviously I got the yarn for Dad's scarf as well lovely so very limited on the nitty gifts for me but to be honest the amount of stash that i discovered i had when i was moving flat probably for the best (laughs) (laughs) for me i got a crochet kit from my stepmom it's hooked ribbon xl so it's like a crochet kit to make a cushion cover okay it's got a crochet hook in it so it's kind of like a an already knit yarn um, it's right. kind of like t-shirt style oh, like fabric, t-shirt. okay but not quite right so i'll, I'll probably get i'm probably not gonna make a cushion mm. cover of that i'll probably find something like an amigurumi or something yeah. to make out of that it's a nice make a good, bright yellow make a good pikachu maybe yeah and then my dad got me three skeins of rusty ferret doll in the quarantine colorway because i had sent him a list in the summer because he contacted me and said i don't know what yarn to buy you so I gave him a list in the summer Aww. of like some hand dyers and things that I was really interested in. So the uh, quality of the yarn I've been receiving has improved. So three skeins of Rusty Ferret Doll in the quarantine colourway, which is beautiful. And I don't know what I'm going to make with it yet, but I will make something. And it's going to be amazing. He also got me a very generous voucher from Countess of Blaze. 
and Quintus of Blaze had a shop update a couple of days ago yeah. on Monday. So I bought my yarn on Monday. It is now Wednesday. And my stuff just arrived in the post about yeah. a half hour ago. Just before we started recording, we had ceremonial unboxing. Yes. So I got six skeins. They're all semi-solids mm-hmm. because my stash is full of variegated skeins that I have no idea what I'm going to do with. Mm. Or in fact, well, I have a better idea what I'm going to do with, but I'll talk about that later. And I, what I really didn't need to do was fill that up with more variegated skeins. Yeah, that's fair. So I got some semi-solids because they'll either work by themselves or they'll work with a variegated skein in my stash. So pretty happy with that. And then I also took part in a Secret Santa, um, an international Secret Santa from a kind of like a fun women's board mm-hmm. that I'm part of online. And I got three skeins of Mirasol Miski, which is something I've kind of had my eye on. It's mm-hmm. this really, really gorgeous, sumptuous, um, chunky alpaca yarn. And it's so soft. And I'm going to make something really squishy and soft. Probably a cowl or something. That'd be really nice. And it'll be the warmest thing ever. And I'm so excited. So that's what I managed. That's what I got for Christmas. I'm pretty pleased with that haul. Very Not good gonna haul. Lie. Respectable. Respectable indeed. So, talking about things like my variegated yeah, yarns. And stash um, acquisition. Yeah, going into plans and aims for 2017. Yeah. What are you planning, Pip? Well, I've already been teaching myself double knitting kind of at the very start of the year. Mm-hmm. I cast on my scarf on the 1st of January that I'd been talking about. And you know what? It wasn't as scary as I thought it was yeah. going to be. And I kind of can now read the knitting a bit better. Whereas before I was like, I don't know which yarn goes in front and which goes behind and which one I'm yeah. knitting or purling on. I don't know how I'd, like, I don't, can't look at this and figure out which colour the stitch is. Whereas now I can read it. I can Good. kind of, so it still, as I said, takes concentration, mm-hmm. but it's brilliant. I'm really enjoying it. Sockmetician tutorial videos were absolute lifesaver. Fantastic. So I'm aiming to maybe learn some more techniques this year possibly some brioche maybe some intarsia brioche is something sam doesn't know right so he can't help like he did with the double knitting yeah but he does know how to do intarsia so i'll probably get him to teach me oh how the tables have turned (laughs) yeah maybe i can help with the brioche so you know brioche is big at the moment so it's been big for a good sort of two to three years like yeah i kind of expected it to have died down by now because i remember the first edinburgh yarn fest i went to it was obviously the second time they'd done it I think that was when it was at the height of it sort of like almost like going up the hill almost Mm -hmm. of a metaphor there and I kind of expected it to be kind of like okay everyone's done with that now let's move on to the next trend you know how Mm -hmm. like certain techniques go in and out but no everyone is still brioche bonkers yeah so yeah I can see why it's a very attractive stitch and it's fun and that but yeah smooshy yeah I just wasn't expecting it to sort of like be so popular so long I guess it's also a good stash eater Yes, that is true. So that's probably yeah. a good thing. I, speaking of stash, I'm aiming for some stash busting. I mm-hmm. spent the last couple of days kind of scouring Ravelry. You did. For single skein patterns for four ply. I now have a queue where I have assigned each of my single skeins mm-hmm. to a pattern and they're in my We're queue. Going. It does not necessarily mean it will become that pattern. Yeah. But what it means is if I'm like, I need to get through my stash... I can knit those patterns and they should look good with the knitting. Yeah. I, I probably, a lot of it probably goes gifts. Not really something I've ever done before as a knitter, but I find I'm much more about the process of knitting. Yeah. And then once the finished object is done, I may or may not wear it. 
I've got a lot of finished objects I've never worn. I'm yeah. all about the process. So people might, you know, family members might end up getting random knitted stuff. You know, we'll there see how it goes. There are worse things to receive than something that has been lovingly hand-knitted and, yeah, you know, with so many hours that have been spent carefully looking after it and that. So, you know. And I don't think anyone has said no to something you've knitted. Yeah. And with that as well, an aim that goes along with that stash busting, I'm not going on a yarn diet, but my aim is to mainly focus on semi-solids. Yeah. Because I've got so much random variegated stuff. Mm. What I really need to do is build up a good base of yarns I can use in different situations Mm. or pair with variegated skeins. So I'm going to aim for semi-solids. I might possibly pick up a few variegated skeins here and there, but now when I look at them... Before, when I was a baby knitter, I'd look at them and go, they're pretty, it's mine. Yeah. Now I look at them as a more experienced knitter and I think, what would I knit with that? Fair. You know? Very responsible. So that's kind of my aims in regards to Mm -hmm. stash. I might not knit any, but at least it's all organised in Mm -hmm. the queue, you know, so that if I feel the need to knit something from my stash, I can pick out on the queue and go, ah, I assigned it to that pattern. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, guys, wait until the podcast after Edinburgh Yarn Festival and we'll see how Pip gets on. I am not going to hold myself back at Edinburgh Yarn <laughs> Festival. You know, yeah. that's a special event. But I'm going to aim for semi-solids. Okay. Viva says she comes back with an armful of variegated Semi-solids? <laughs> I don't know what you were talking about. Well, there are some gorgeous ones. That doesn't ones. sound like me. I'd never say I'd do that. Well, Sam's going to be there for Saturday this year, so he, he is still on the variegated train. So Oh yes, it'll be we'll come back and it'll be like, Well, I did buy this variegated scheme, but it's for Sam. Totally. At which point Sam will probably like look around the corner and be all like, What are as you I talking go, about? As I go in the background, no it's not. It's not. Just just run with it. But you bought mine. yarn for me? <laughs> when did you buy that pip? That's not even my colour. I don't like that pip. Are you sure that's for me? Well the deal is he drives us there, so I buy him a scheme. Uh fair. Yeah. Also, another aim is possibly to get some more designs out on Ravelry. Yeah. Now that I've got a couple out, I find that I'm looking at things and going, ooh, that'll be a yeah. good design, which I never used to do. So we'll see. Don't know. Nothing solid mm-hmm. there, but a couple of ideas. Yeah. Good job. That's kind of my plans and aims okay. for 2017. See ya. So my main thing, obviously, as I said earlier, I moved flat and discovered exactly how much yarn I own. And as Pip can attest I brought a load of unwound skeins over today to wine, and I have a lot of them. Turns out I have a fair bit of yarn. Two bags? They were wee bags. Like, we're not talking, like, big, big bags. We're talking sort of, like, a tote bag and a project bag size worth of yarn. So I don't think that's huge. all of it. Nothing huge. No, that isn't all of it, because I've still got two bags of yarn at the old flat. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking actual big bags there. So I'm not cold sheeping, because I think that idea is stupid. And also, cold sheep just sounds a bit lame. Also, it's not cool on, like, all the people whose, like, livelihood Rely depends on, yeah, on exactly. people buying yarn. Yeah. Plus, cold sheep is also the name of my favourite colourways by Old Maid Nance, so you know. So, you could be cold sheeping. Yeah, with cold sheep. Is <laughs> buying lots of cold sheep. And I do have a skein of that in my stash, which I didn't bring to wind, but it's there. So, yeah, planning to appreciate my stash more, actually knit through it, and then build up more space in my stash for new stash. Yeah. So that's the plan at the moment. In terms of actually acquiring any yarn, you can pretty much guarantee I probably won't do this, but having spent Christmas knitting with so much DK and Aaron, 
and doing lots of like accessories that aren't shawls, I did realise that although I've knit a lot of hats and mitts and things, very few have actually stayed with me. And because it's being awfully cold up here at the moment, brr, I am finding that my head and my hands are rather chilly on the morning on the way to work. So my plan is to try and acquire more DK and Aaron and knit more hats and mittens for myself. And the other night I was sat on the Xbox and it randomly came to me. This is not related at all, but it's knitting related. And I'm just sat there playing and I kind of go, oh yeah, I really should knit several hundred pairs of antler mittens by Tin Can Knits and give them to people as presents. <laughs> so apparently I'm possibly doing that at some point. But I mean, they're a lovely pattern and I don't know why, but I was in the middle of like killing a dragon on the Xbox and I was like, yeah, that's a really logical idea. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's the plan. And yeah, in terms of new techniques or anything, I'm still very lazy. I hate purling. I'm never going to like purling. But I'll probably try and actually knit something in brioche and not frog it the way I did last year. Because mm-hmm. it is a nice stitch. It's pretty easy to do. It's a good way of stash busting. It looks effective and it's smushy. So my goal is to find something in brioche that I like and that works and finish it. Okay. So yeah, those are my goals really. Quite, quite small... Sometimes small goals are good, though, because you can actually achieve them instead yeah. of, like, setting yourself a thing being like, I'm going to go to the gym every single day this year. Mm-hmm. And the first time you miss a day, you're like, right, that's it, done. Yeah. Nope, over. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So I've kind of gone for small and relatively achievable. Hopefully not setting myself up for a fall. So we'll see. So, yeah, other than plans and goals and things, 2017 is in front of us. Got mm-hmm. many moons and months left to go. So, obviously, we've got plenty to look forward to. Yes. So, Pip, what are we looking forward to in 2017? So, Edinburgh Yarn Festival is obviously in March. Of course. Will Tribe goes on pre-release soon, so if you want to grab your copy, you'll need to be swift. Yeah, can't wait for that. Last year's copy looked fantastic. Yeah, I've got it. It's awesome. You do? So, I'm thinking I might grab it this year. Mm -hmm. They started putting little sneak peeks up on Rav. No, not Rav. um, Instagram, rather. And, yeah, it looks like there's going to be some amazing stuff in there again. Yes. Speaking of Edinburgh Yarn Festival, we're going to delay the West Knits Knit Along. Yeah. Because, I don't know if any of you have heard, there is the Blacker Podcal happening. Yes. Very exciting news. Yeah. So lots of podcasts who are going to be at Edinburgh Yarn Festival podcast launch. We might be. We possibly could be, yes. (laughs) (laughs) What's happened is Blacker sponsor the podcast lounge so we're gonna do as a general thing yeah the blacker podcast which is if you've got any blacker yarns yep. in your stash or even new acquisitions i know i've still got some cornish tin left yes then loads of people are gonna be knitting that to whatever pattern they yep. feel like and bringing it to edinburgh yarn festival so i'm gonna be doing the great divide shawl nice. in my two skeins of Cornish tin to mm-hmm. DK. Yeah. And I'm very excited about that. So so Westnitz yeah. is going to be put on the back yes, burner. just for that. In terms of other exciting projects and books and things that are in the pipeline, Old Maid Nan announced just before Christmas that to celebrate her 10th anniversary, Woo. there's going to be a book called Coming Home coming out. And it'll have patterns, possibly a recipe I think I saw on her blog the other mm-hmm. day. So 
the previews that we've seen so far look very exciting yes and some fantastic names involved and obviously it's her yarn which is beautiful stunning yeah so very excited that that's going to be out soon mm-hmm. um, i think it's going to the printers this week isn't it i think so from what i've seen on instagram and on the website so very much looking forward to that yes and then there hasn't been anything announced but we hope there's going to be an indie bar yarn call this yep. year because it's just too much fun yeah previous years have been absolutely brilliant so mm-hmm. wouldn't say no to that again so there's quite a few nitty things coming up in the next year obviously there's way too much for us to really yes. even go into detail about but and that's just in the uk that we'll be attending yeah i mean there's so much more going yeah. on but that's the kind of things that we're excited for yeah so if you want to join in with the blacker pod cal it's just hashtag blacker pod cal and we will enjoy seeing what people are knitting yep absolutely and seeing it at edinburgh yarn festival yes so, so that's kind of 2016 all wrapped up yeah. really so in terms of what you can look forward to from us we're just going to carry on as we are really we'll come back hopefully more often yes with more episodes with yes. our usual terrible chat about drink yeah i might resume my quest to find beer that i enjoy mm-hmm. beer quest 2017 yes. <laughs> at which point i'll come back next episode and i'll be like oh yes i just bought some vodka <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll try and get you drinking more. Yeah. Now, Pip re- like said to me the other day, she doesn't drink coffee. Mm. Uh, which my response was, how are we even friends? It makes me sleepy. You guys hearing this? Caffeine doesn't work properly on me. We'll get you some decaf. That way the caffeine content doesn't matter. But coffee okay. is delicious. I can deal with decaf. That's yeah. cool. So I think that at some point I need to introduce Pip to coffee. We'll see. I corrupted you with tea. I will get you with coffee. I used to work in a coffee shop. The smell makes me a little bit nauseous. I'll give it to you in cake form. <laughs> Can't beat coffee cake. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Coffee the cure. <laughs> coffee with Bailey's in. Well, see, I she's determined. It's <laughs> my mission, guys. You've heard it here first. We'll have to do Guinness one day. Oh, all right, I can get behind that. Aye. Yeah. And a bit of bush milk. <laughs> when I get back, I'm going to Northern Ireland in the summer. Yeah. Uh, when I get back, we will have to maybe see mm-hmm. if we can acquire some uh, bush yeah. mills. Yeah, and if I make it to Canada this year, I won't talk about that much in case I jinx it, but I'll see if I can bring back some maple whiskey because Phil brought us some of that for New Year's Eve. That sounds amazing. Might actually still be some in the flat. (laughs) But yeah, I think we can probably see about trying something like that as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, plenty of alcoholic and yarn-related and perhaps even non-alcoholic and non-yarn-related pursuits to look forward to. Yes. So, and like I said, our schedule's a little bit better now because we have both finally moved. Yep. And, you know, work is settled down. Yep. So we should be able touch to. Touchwood. Touchwood. We should be able to uh, be, ho- be along yep. with you a little bit more regularly now. So, I guess all that leaves us to say is Happy New Year, Happy New Knits, and. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.